What episode is that? Is that number 17 coming down the line? It's Potty Potty here with Chewy. This What's is up, Potty? Rinkside. Woo, man, I'm feeling pumped today. This is a big episode. We're almost at 18. Yeah, almost, almost at 20. Yeah, almost at 20. That's true. Whew. You know, it's grown so much. You know, well, I feel like a father with this child growing up. <laughs> how, how are you? How are you doing? How's the family? How's your, how are things? Yeah, things are good. Got back from the Dominican uh, Thursday morning at like 12.30 a.m. Uh, was good for two days. The kids were a little sick. And now, uh, as per usual, you've probably heard this on a previous episode, but the wife, myself, and the family are sick once again. Uh, got the fevers, got the coughs, got the phlegm. It's just, uh, man, yeah, it's uh, it's been brutal. But uh, other than that, Pretty much just been chilling at home, relaxing, trying to get better. And I uh, came back home to like my mailbox full of hockey cards this week. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to show them all, but I'll show this fat stack right here. Ooh. There's like probably like 15 to 20 cards in there. And uh, if Potty, are you able to pull up a photo for me? Yeah, pulled it up. I got this, I got this bad boy. So it's a pretty sweet. It's like six different cards with like the different parts of the logo so when you put them together it's like the full patch once again the anthony mantha cards uh yeah it's just so sick i'm gonna get like a frame and put them all together so that's that that's what i'm super proud of yeah very nice you know i gotta start i was gonna say how's it over in potty's penthouse you know potty's penthouse you know my head looking good it looks like there should be a crown (laughs) around it but actually in behind up there I actually hung my diploma. Uh, oh, let's go! So got my diploma up there. You know, my brother he uh, he's he had this hockey stick at home, and it's signed by somebody, but I don't know who. So I need to like check to see who the signature is by, because I don't want it if they suck or something, right? You want to have like a yeah, cool, yeah, you want to cool, get you want a good stick. But I'm thinking about adding that to the wall along with this thing called a shofar. It's a a ram's horn. In the uh, Jewish tradition, you like blow through it on the oh, a lot of different times. Sick. It's like, yeah, 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 like in the two sweet. towers with Gimli. Um, yeah, so working on maybe you know accessorizing the back wall, but it's looking pretty good. Um, you know, with with what we got right here. So, um, you know, we got a good episode for you today. Kind of short, you know, Chewie's got to rest up, so we're going to be a little bit brief, going to be, you know, making the most of his time here, but we're going to walk through the standings, then we're doing a spotlight on some of the league leaders. This time we're looking at points per 60. We've got a special on average time on ice per game and endurance, and then we will be talking about the All-Star game and plays of the week, and we've also got a top five for you. Um, so, you know, walk in through the standings let's pull those up right now and we have our pro standings chewy how does this look can you read this you want me to walk through this yep no we're good yeah so we'll quickly run through it las vegas still up at the top with uh a nice points of 46 only four regular regulation losses two overtime losses alaska's not far behind only behind by one ot loss then you got Turku and Jacksonville tied up. Then Florida, Dublin, uh, I don't know, 
We're we're not looking good right now, but uh, we're turning things around with a win tonight. Still uh, still locked in for the playoffs at the moment, so I'm not too worried. The season's about testing stuff, and we're getting ready for the playoffs. That's all that matters. And uh, at the bottom, uh, we got Melbourne, San Diego dropped a little bit. They were sitting they were sitting in a playoff spot earlier this season. Now they're second to last. Honolulu, uh, Norfolk had a couple good wins. They're they're moving up. Florence and Boston. And uh, one interesting, I guess, because of the conferences, and I don't know if you've taken a look at it, but uh, Tennessee with a better goal differential than Albuquerque and Rome, but mm-hmm. they're behind. And because of the, the conferences, they need to pass Redwater to make the playoffs. So even wow. if they go past Rome, Albuquerque, and Dublin, and they're sitting in seventh, they still won't be in a playoff spot. So that's well, interesting. Tough day um, to be in Tennessee, right? Yeah, but uh, their offense has been uh, been on par this season. Yes. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely things have definitely shaken up. You know, the centers sitting at the top. I don't know um, that to me like was surprising this season, but they've you know maintained their position and you know they're they're up there. They won the wasn't Twin Screw saying that they won the championship like the second season or something? Yeah, in season two. So. Okay. Season one was Florida, season two was Vegas, three Dublin, and then four Alaska. All right. Those are how the chips fell in Vegas, but it looks pretty good. Um, You know, number five looking pretty shiny. Uh, 34 points, you know, that's a pretty big difference. 34, actually, in another one is like Florida's got 34, and then above them, Jacksonville only has 26 but they That's are the goal differential. Yeah. Yes. The, the differential. So that means that, um, what does that mean? They've just scored that, more that, goals. Yeah. So, so Jacksonville scored 75 goals. So it's just the difference between the goals they scored and the goals mm. that they let in. So Jacksonville scored one more goal than Florida, but let in nine more. Ah, so, I see. Yeah. Well, I guess that's how's how... the, yeah, yeah. yeah. How's the miners, uh, looking this, Woo-hoo. uh, this time. Pulling up, you know, Ice Ice Baby at the top. They are 12-4 and four with two overtime losses. Holding it down, MB Manitoba all the way at the bottom, you know, 6-8 and eight with four overtime losses. You know, Warsaw, uh, you know, uh, we're there in seventh, but it's all about this play where we catapult ourselves into the playoffs. I'm going to interrupt you here because you're uh, you're looking at last week's schedule still, or standing still. Oh, are you sure? I'm on, yeah, 21 games so far this season for the okay. Miners. But well, uh, I got it pulled up. If you can pull it up in the Discord real quick. A little bit of technical issues, it happens. But uh, I'll go through it uh, as you pull it up. Iceland in first still. 14 wins, five losses, two overtime losses, 30 points. Behind them, five points back. Atlantic and Saskatoon both tied. Malmo and Tokyo, 24, 22 points. And unfortunately, uh, Warsaw is sitting at 19 points with nine wins, 11 losses, and Manitoba's one point ahead. So it's a tough time to be a warlock. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. What I'm looking at on the screen doesn't say anything like that. So, you know, I don't know if your numbers are there. I'll take them. I'll take your word for it. Uh, all right. But, but hey, all I know is that the difference between first place and last place in this hypothetical scenario is still only 11 points. And I think only 11. Ab- 
a big shakeup just went down in Warsaw. We just redid all our strats. We just redid all our lines and we've come together and it's going to be a Herculean task to take first, but we're going to make it into the playoffs and we're going to slit some throats along the way. So let's go. The Warlocks have blades up their sleeves and now we are going to transition into our spotlight. So let's take a look at this. We've got the league leaders, points per 60. And guess who's at the top? Our man David Hume, the old, the guy that's going to set the goals record this season. But he is uh, producing quite um, productively 3.61. That's a pretty high, high number considering, you know, even second place doesn't even cross into the 3.0 threshold. Yeah. Yeah, that's super interesting. I know um, just from rumblings in... Um in the chats i think hume plays on the third line in turku so that's a big part of it getting third line minutes but being able to produce the same amount of goals as really first line players it's uh it's interesting to think if 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 he played more time if it would translate to more goals or is because his line matches are putting him against maybe more favorable uh positions to score mm. uh, if that makes any sense yeah like the, uh, there's like, I don't know, in like the SFL, there would be like strength of schedule or strength of victory or something. Right. And it would be like how competitive the remaining teams are that you're going right. to face. So it's it could be like that. Like how competitive are your lines compared to that of, of other team members? Who knows? Yeah. But, but I would say three points. If you're on the ice for an hour and you're bringing home almost four goals, that's pretty good. That is impressive, and it's. It, I really like this stat because it it does shine those lower line players, um, because just because you're playing less and you're not maybe producing as much as a first liner, the time you spend on the ice just so, shows how efficient you are. You know, players like uh, like uh, Benji Idaho and Joey Phillips, they may not be the top line players, but they produce when they're you know on the ice. Mm-hmm. Yes old ice metric measurer and another metric that we were looking at we've got here someone posed a question you know like what if we looked at average time on ice so how often you're actually playing in a game and then we compare that to endurance so endurance is the horizontal axis that's the one that goes like this that's the hamburger and then average time on ice that's the vertical one. That's the hot dog. So, you know, um, in these axes, it's kind of hard to see. And you also can't see my mouse cursor. But I actually um, created dots for Chewy and I. If you look to the far right, there's an orange dot um, right above 20 minutes. And it's Chewy. And then if you scroll uh, down to the bottom left, under 15 minutes, under 70 in turns, you can see the potty dot. It's orange. Um, so I thought it was kind of interesting. If if when I put together like a correlation metric in Excel to kind of study these two columns, and there was only like a 0.47 correlation, which isn't super high, we would be wanting something like 0.995 or something. Would be like, oh, right. there's this is a high significance. Um, but this is correlation and maybe a different metric altogether. Um, Point is, it should be a little bit higher. But if you do look at like the distribution of these dots on the line, you do see kind of like, um, I'm going to try to draw it in the reverse because I'm, it's like this. Oh man, this is hard. 
basically a, yeah. a you know like a a forward slash um right you know going this way um which right. you can kind of see so it looks like the greater your endurance the more time and ice you have yeah and uh one thing to keep in mind it doesn't factor in like uh line positions so there's still maybe like a fourth line play well i find it weird but if like a fourth line player with 100 endurance you know only playing like 16 minutes you see the dots on the far right it's interesting to see you know 100 endurance still isn't at the top um and then you kind of got like the under 70 endurance is almost playing 25 minutes so for anyone that's uh i guess sitting around like over 20 minutes i would definitely look into your players investing in some endurance uh it might help them on the ice uh, you know those players sitting at under 50 uh, should probably get to at least uh, 62 or 60 as well mm-hmm. and what package comes with endurance at speed skating or in distance uh, skating? yeah distance skating so you got your endurance your balance and durability so all things to help you last longer on the ice uh you know <laughs> um there we go yeah last longer with that on, uh <laughs> on, yeah on the ice you know, it's something that happens to every skater uh, in their lifetime. So nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Every, Rome, we, we might need some more endurance. Um, Roman, we, Roman swipes. Yes. Uh, ringside promo code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So here we go. We've got um, our time on ice. So now we're going to move over to the All-Stars. And i got to be honest, Chewie, I don't got anything prepared for this. I want to just hear your, uh, what do you think about for the All-Star game? Yeah, I think, so actually I was thinking about this, uh, I think today or yesterday. I think we started this podcast around the All-Star game last season, because I vaguely remember talking about, you know, the rules and everything of the All-Star game, which we can go over again today. Uh, but it was kind of cool. So we're pretty much at like a full season of ringside right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the All-Star game, uh, we do this every season. There's been uh, different ways we've done it. We've kind of been doing this We've done this version of it for past season where everyone votes for players in their division. So you're essentially like nominating your team's division and then facing off against the other divisions. The winner uh, of the All-Star game, all those players in the division get an extra bonus attribute. Everyone who played in it gets an extra plus five in the off season. And um, yeah, it's cool. We do some shootouts uh there's there's a little tournament between all the divisions and then there's that champion division obviously europe took it last season and uh we're definitely fighting for it again this season and um yeah a couple other notes that uh i wanted to bring up as well about it um there is a minimum and maximum amount of players per team so i think seven is the max a team can have so you're not having like 19 dublin players because i don't think anyone but dublin players would watch it if it was like Mm -hmm. that and then a minimum of three. So there is representation between all the teams. And um, yeah, when the when the results come out, be positive. Don't start shitting on other people if they made it. It's uh, it's a time to celebrate, not uh, not be a dick to other people. So um, yeah, have you? Uh, well, I'll take it to you. Have you ever competed in an All Star Game party? You know, I thought I did not, and then I thought I did. But honestly, I, I am not a reliable expert on this yet. Yeah. Did you coach the Miners All-Star game last season? Uh, that may have, like, been what it was. Okay. But cool. I, don't, I don't totally know. 
<laughs> that's cool. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the results come out October 30th, I think the Sunday, because that week, next week is two games on the 31st and 1st, and then we got three days of All-Stars. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. Uh, I got my vote in. I know uh, I know you probably got your vote in. Is there any player that uh, maybe that you'd think deserves to be there that might not get the recognition they deserve? Or, um, I don't know, do you think... Uh... Hell yeah, everybody better be voting for Potty Potty for this All-Star game. <laughs> uh, and if you're not, then you're making a fool of yourself. Potty delivers in the World Cup. Potty scored a goal, which is hard. And it's hard for Potty to score a goal. But, you know, in, in crucial poise times, you want Potty on your team. So that's why everyone in whatever division I'm in, make sure you vote for me if... You're in a different division. Take another player's name in our division. Submit another application. Make sure you get my votes in. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Definitely uh, don't do that. Okay. Well, uh, no, I think it'll. I think it'll be fun. Um, and you know, who knows? Maybe there'll be something where Rinkside gets to help with something cool in the future. Oh yeah, maybe announcing it or something. Yeah. That would be. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Now, that would be nice. All cool. right. So why don't we uh, take it to the next segment, Potty? What do we got? All right. And we've got our plays of the week. So we're going to start off. I'm going to take number one. And All this right. is. I forget who sent this. I think Krieg maybe sent this. You scurvy dog. Let's check. I don't know. But I was like, wow, man, they clipped this like really, really short. It's kind of hard to see what's happening. So. When I did this, I went and I saw the slow motion replay, but you can see Winkler throwing in there, and I thought that was pretty good. So we're going to move on to number two. Yeah, next up we got Deer and Net looking like a big save. Big boy Deer with the, the splits and then makes another rebound save. This is just like flexibility at its finest. He, you know, the ice player had a full open net and Deer was able to stop that. Yes, Deer's looking good, looking pretty good. Um, and next up, we've got, oh my God, who's that? Is that Potty? Potty loses a face-off with a travesty, but then Hill takes a shot, and oh my God, Potty made a goal. This is, you know, uh, the moons were aligned for this one. Um, and I'll take it. I've been waiting for a goal. I've been itching for one. Uh, had is this, been, what, this is your first of the season? My first of the season, first as a challenger. Uh, so I'm, uh, pretty thrilled. Congratulations. And we'll throw this. I'll actually take this one as well. You can see potty coming down the ice. Um, let's see. All right. Potty's to the far right. He's in the middle. Okay. Here comes somebody and boom. Potty then, uh, injures one of the marauders, uh, comes into here. I don't know who I'm fighting and it doesn't really matter because I know I'm about to win. And I've already taken out one of the Marauders. And now they're bringing in the second stretcher. The guy's about to go down. Comes in with one old jib-jab. Oh, one. And then, boom. Oh, oh knocked there out. You go. And then watch this. I step on his feet and chop <laughs> off a toe along the way on the way out. All right, there number five. All right, next up, we got friend of the show, 
Joey Rab coming in with a nice OT winner on Ooh. Norfolk. Just a nice little move and then slides it right past Twinscrew. Uh, you don't see these goals let in by Twinscrew often, but someone like Joey Rab can definitely make that happen. Oh, yeah. All right, Ian, check this out. Look out. Oh, one hit. Oh. Two hits. Jeez. And we've got Alu in a fight over here. Gotta be honest, this is a bit of a long fight. I might skip through it, but if I keep talking and it sounds interesting, we might just keep watching. You know, Moy uh, Alou's over there. Uh, he's knocking out the other guys. Number three, uh, his helmet just gets popped off, but then he pops down, throws him onto the ground, and then watch what happens to Alou uh, after he's skating off the ice, shakes his hands, and then the ref says, "Hey, you." Get out of here. Sends him down the tunnel for fighting. He was ejected. I thought that was pretty cool. Coming in with number seven. Here you Just go, Chewie. He was ejected because of the hit, not because of the fight. Oh, so, so he was yeah, allowed was... to He was allowed to do an illegal hit that gets him ejected and then still fight afterwards and then get ejected? Well, yeah, so I guess, I mean... The hit happened, and then the fight was kind of like a protect his player kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but the hit was boarding. Five-minute major, he's ejected from the game. That's uh, That was the main reason. Uh, all right. Well, what a fight that was. Not as good as mine, but it was pretty good. <laughs> Next up, we got our boy Duncan with a beautiful save. There was a Ooh. couple there. He got run over by Saskatoon, but he, he stood strong. Let's see that one more time. Oh, he decked him. Yeah, he doesn't uh, he doesn't get pushed around, that's for sure. Yeah. Good boy, Joey Duncan. Joey Duncan. Yeah, no, that was that was fresh. I like that one. And that was and those were our plays of the week. So now we've got to wrap up. We have our top five. And do you know what, what our top five this week is, Chewy? Yeah, this week, uh, it was a little bit of a quick one, uh, short notice, but we're going with our top five teams this week. And Sports we already got uh, a lot of our uh, lot of our listeners already commenting their favorite teams. It's actually kind of cool. A lot of people are putting up, like, what year as well. I didn't think about that. Probably should have done that for my, my list. But, um, yeah, cool that people have, like, specific dates and teams and all that stuff. I didn't, I did think of that and then I got rid of it. Um, so for the record, I did have the 97 Bulls where he did the flu game. And I've got the 65 Dodgers where Sandy Koufax refused to pitch on, uh, uh, what was it? Passover, I think. Or, or, okay. it, or it was a uh, day of atonement. I forget. Um, okay, one of those sweet. two, but, uh, it was like, uh, Anyways, so I think I went, uh, I, I should go first because you went first last time. Yep. All right, so right number, number five, we've got, oh, who's that? That's Bucky the Badger from Wisconsin. Um, I didn't go to Madison, but my old roommate went there and my girlfriend goes or like went there uh, as well. So I kind of inherited this. Went to a football game. It was pretty cool. I like them, and I think the mascot's sick. So that's my number five. Sweet. My number five, we got the Carolina Hurricanes. So 
I guess to preface this, this list will pretty much be all hockey and soccer because that's like my main sports. Uh, Carolina, I didn't start like until like pretty recently, like maybe the past few years, but they have some of my favorite players like Andre Svechnikov. Um, they have Anderson now in net. Uh, they had Dougie Hamilton. So they had like a lot of players I really liked and just their, their team attitude, like when they started doing like their post game, like antics on the ice and then Don Cherry started calling them a bunch of jerks. And then that just became a whole meme. Uh, the storm surge, I think that's what they called it. After each game, they do like something mm. funny on the ice, which like typically never happens in hockey. So they kind of like started something. So yeah, I just like the attitude of the Hurricanes. Their Twitter account's fucking hilarious when uh, when they uh, have their beef with the Montreal Canadiens. So I just like the team. I like the players. Nothing much more to it. Nice. Uh, a good team Twitter account is always something to be recognized. And number four, we've got the Chicago Bears. I I don't know a single player on this team. I know that Brian Urlacher played on this team, and there was this kicker named like uh, Rory, or no, I'm thinking of a golfer. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> Rory McIlroy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> kicker, golfer, pretty close. Uh, Bears, though they play in Soldier Field, and that is the oldest stadium in the NFL. Um, so, you know, Chicago fan, got to go with the Bears. Bear down. Let's go with number four. Yeah, number four, we're on to the soccer. So Chelsea, uh, I've liked this team since I started watching soccer. They're my Premier League team. Uh, not a huge popular name on the team at the time, but Fernando Torres, favorite player. Uh, he kind of, he was great, and then he kind of, like, busted, but, like, that's okay, because he was still, like, my idol growing up as a soccer player. Um, I don't watch too much Premier League now, but, like, when I do, it's, I'm always cheering for Chelsea. Uh, love to go to uh, Stamford Bridge to watch a game. I think that'd be so wild to watch a, a soccer game over in Europe. I think so, too, and uh, what, so, like, the Premier League, what is that? Is that just, like, like yeah, so that's, yeah, so it's like the so it's the English Premier League. So it's like the it's the top tier league in England. Uh, the like the cool thing about soccer compared to like a lot of other leagues is there's so many players and so many leagues that like I think the English league has like four tiers. There's like Premier League one, two, and then like I think there's like a total of four. So they're like relegation tiers, and. Uh, if you finish like bottom three, I think in the Premier League, uh, you get relegated, or you have a chance of getting relegated to like the league below, and then mm. the top three or the top one from the tier two league would get promoted. So it's like it's really cool to see like the the you know lower teams come up. Uh, I mean, there's so many football fans over in Europe. Uh, like everyone's a diehard there. Um, so it's really cool. Like Italy has a bunch of different uh, levels. Same with Spain, uh, Germany as well. So it's it's cool to see like such a big sport in so many leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, and we got number three. We got the Blackhawks. Uh, oh my door! I have a hat. I was gonna wear it. I got the hat specifically for this show, and it is oh, not nice. here. But it's a Blackhawk hat, and it's got the. This like company logo that I work at, so it doesn't matter. But um, 
I don't know. To be honest, I don't really watch a lot of like real life hockey. The only hockey that I really did watch was like live hockey when I lived in Atlanta, when the Atlanta okay. Thrashers, I went to like one game, maybe two, but that was the, that was, those were the only hockey games I've ever been to. Um, and they were awesome. So I kind of wanted to throw the Thrashers up here, but I kind of wanted to stay authentic to the Chicago experience with the Hawks. Here we go. All right, sticking on the soccer, but switching leagues over to the Bundesliga. Uh, Borussia Dortmund. So this started following them pretty much uh, at the same time as I was following Chelsea. So I really got into the German league. Uh, the other, sorry, I'm going to go on a rant again. The really cool thing about the different like leagues uh, mm-hmm. in different countries is yeah. they play, like their play style is very different. So like when you go to England, it's very like skilled. Uh, like you see a lot of nice footwork, nice shots. Germany gets like very physical. So, oh. you know, there's uh, a lot more just like seeing them play. It just looks different. Uh, Italy, we all know they're a little bit of a divers. Any Italians will probably hate me, but they have to agree. Italians <laughs> like to dive, um, but very skilled for sure. Uh, and then when you watch MLS, like the Canadian League, you're pretty much watching volleyball because they'll just like keep like volleying the ball from one end to the other and then the other team will get it and they'll like kick it back over to them it's like very boring to watch mls mm-hmm. in my opinion because uh, they're not like very good compared to obviously these leagues but brisha dortmund favorite player on this side Lewandowski. he's obviously playing for bayern munich now so i kind of follow them which is like not allowed because they're rivals but it's okay i like following players more than teams sometimes so uh still loyal to bvb though gotta love them and what a sweet logo they got. Looks like uh, if I were driving in Germany in a tractor trailer, that this might be <laughs> applicable to me. Um, there we go. <laughs> all right. And we got, yo, number two, the bold, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I remember being <laughs> in elementary school and the three-peat repeat where we won six championships. Not in a row, yep. but there was like a little break in between, but did it twice. Uh, that was super cool. I remember going to a Chicago Bulls game when I was little and, uh, you know, they'd like say the names like, and now from North Carolina. And my brother was like, when they say, you know, Michael Jordan's name, you won't even be able to hear it because people will be like shouting hear so it. loud. And I oh, remember wow. like how loud it was in there. And like, I don't know, there's just like good memories. So Appreciate the Bulls being Have a part. Have you uh, watched The Last Dance? Uh, yeah, like six-sevenths of it or however many. I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. It, was, okay. it was really good. I don't know why yeah. I stopped watching it. <laughs> Fair enough. I really enjoyed it. It was super interesting uh, documentary for sure. I think it was one of those where I started watching it and then the person that I was living with was like, oh, that looks good. I'm going to start watching it too. And then they like get ahead of you and then you start like uh, losing like, oh man, was I in episode four or six? I don't right, want to like right. sit here and then that's what happened. So Fair enough, fair enough. I can yeah. feel that. All right. And number two right. for you. Yep. Back to the hockey. We got my Toronto Maple Leafs. And I feel like my number one and two are pretty much both like number one because they're both like my top team. But I had to pick, I guess, an order. So I like pretty much flipped the coin. But Toronto Maple Leafs, hometown, uh, started watching, like, I don't know, hometown. So I just started watching whenever I watched hockey. They were my team. Uh, 
yeah, uh, I'm sure everyone's uh, got the maple leaf jokes. That's okay. We're going to see a cup one day before I die. Uh, I feel like people have been saying that for the past like 60 years, but that's okay. Uh, let's go Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, in the spirit of waiting a really, really long time to get what you want, we've got the Chicago Cubs here, my number one team. Um, I don't know that baseball is like my favorite sport, but the Cubs are definitely my favorite team. I think the favorite thing about the Cubs is like my, so my dad, like his father was from like Russia or like Ukraine or something. So like my father was the first, first generation, like American and he was super poor and he like was in Chicago and it was like winter time. He was a, a child and he had to live on the south side of Chicago, which like oh. today is like real dangerous. But like even, right. you know, back then was like very poor, um, you know, hard time. And his uh, that's like um, White Sox territory. So all the south sides are like south siders are like White Sox fans. So my dad, his grandma, because he needed a coat, bought him a coat and well, he might like baseball. So got him a Cubs coat. And my dad had to wear it, and he t- and he told me how he would walk and get beat up, like, on the way to school oh, and, like, you know, taking the train and things like that. But he was like, but I always kept the coat, and that's why he became a Cubs fan. So, I don't know. I thought that was an interesting story. So, that's a part of the reason why I appreciate the Cubs is, like, they were the team that, like, my dad liked. So, I like them by extension. Yeah, a pretty sweet reason to like them, for sure. All right, and number one. Yeah, number one. Uh, we got the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, again, it's pretty much one and two. Uh, I started liking them in like 2006 when I was playing NHL 06 on GameCube. Uh, I, Detroit team was pretty much overpowered, so I always played them. Ended up, I played like with them and, and played the game so much, I ended up memorizing like the full roster. I, I don't think I can name it fully now, but. Um, yeah, I love the Detroit Red Wings. Ever since then, I, I started following them, getting their merchandise, and then uh, obviously they're like one of the most prolific uh, hockey franchises. Uh, that was my original goals team, the Detroit Red Wings. And um, yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, my real number one is the Dublin Dragons, though, of course. And, uh, and one of my honorable mentions is uh, Blue Mountain State football team. Hmm. I don't know if you've watched the show. But uh, it's uh, it's a really funny show. So if you if you haven't, you gotta watch Blue Mountain State. I know there's something about an ice rod, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> if, like, uh, man, if if you ever get the chance, I don't. I can't. We can't stream it in Canada now because, like, I don't know. There's always these shows that are restricted. But if you get the chance, uh, watch Blue Mountain State because it's it's probably one of the funniest uh, football shows like ever. Okay, I'll I'll definitely check it out where where it's still legal, you know. Before yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they actually play football in the show either. I think that it was like one of those shows where like they played football like once, but it was a football show. <laughs> nice. So, well, cool. Yeah, so those are my top fives. Yeah, that's sweet. Nice. Uh, nice. You're you clearly know more about sports than I do, but it's cool to see we both got our passions, different geographies, and I thought it was really cool how. Uh, you know, like Detroit, you know, uh, Motor City, that that would be your team. Then it came from, you know, GameCube of all places. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just that's where I started. And yeah, ever since then. Very nice. Well, cool. 
Chewy, this was uh, this was sweet. Uh, you got any closing thoughts for for the people at home? No. Oh, uh, well, I guess everyone make sure you vote for the All Star Game. Uh, voting closes next week. But other than that, I'm I'm gonna hit the hit the bed, hit the hit the head. Oh man, hit the hay. <laughs> hit the hay. All right. Well, until then, we'll see you next time. Okay.